section thirty one of norway sweden denmark iceland greenland and the search for the poles this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. the world's story volume eight norway sweden denmark iceland greenland and the search for the poles edited by eva march tappen section thirty one how the swedes learned of christianity eight fifty by s baring gould regardless of the reputation of the northmen for ferocity the monk anskar went among them to preach christianity for some time his work seemed to come to nothing but at length one herigar counsellor of the swedish king became a christian and through his influence ardgar one of anskar's assistants whom he had sent to sweden was allowed to preach as much as he chose the editor that chief herigar was no half-hearted believer and openly confronted the malice of the pagan party on one occasion as they were boasting of the power of their gods and of the many blessings they had received by remaining faithful to their worship he bade them put the matter to an open and decisive proof if there be so much doubt said he concerning the superior might of our respective gods let us see whose power is greatest whether that of the many whom ye call gods or that of my one omnipotent lord jesus christ lo the season of rain is at hand do ye call upon the names of your gods that the rain may be restrained from falling upon you and i will call upon the name of my lord jesus christ that no drop may fall upon me and the god that answereth our prayers let him be god the heathen party agreed and repairing to a neighbouring field took their seats in great numbers on one side while herigar attended only by a little child sat on the other in a few moments the rain descended in torrents drenched the heathens to the skin and swept away their tents while on herigar and the little child no drop fell and even the ground around them remained dry ye see he cried which is the true god bid me not then desert the faith i have adopted but rather lay aside your errors and come to a knowledge of the truth on another occasion the town of burka was attacked by a piratical expedition of danes and swedes under the command of a king of sweden who had been expelled from his realm the place was closely invested and there seemed to be no prospect of a successful defence in their alarm the townspeople offered numerous sacrifices to their gods and when all other means failed collected such treasures as they possessed together with a hundred pounds of silver and succeeded in coming to terms with the hostile chiefs but their followers not satisfied with the amount prepared to storm the town again the gods were consulted the altars raised the victims offered but with results equally unpromising herigar now interposed rebuked the people for their obstinate adherence to the worship of gods that could not give aid in trouble and when they bade him suggest some device and promise to follow his counsel he urged them to make a solemn vow of obedience to the lord of the christians assuring them that if they turned to him he at any rate would not fail them in the hour of danger the people took his advice went forth to an open plain and there solemnly vowed to keep a fast in honour of the god of the christians if he would rescue them from their enemies help came in an unexpected fashion the swedish king while the army was clamouring for the signal to attack suggested that the gods should be consulted by lot whether it was their will that burka should be destroyed 
there are many great and powerful deities there said he there also formerly a church was built and even now the worship of the great christ is observed by many and he is more powerful than any other god we ought then to inquire first whether it is the divine will that we attack the place accordingly the lots were cast and it was discovered that the auspices were not favourable for the assault and thus burka was spared the arrival therefore of ardgar was well timed and he was not only welcomed by harigar but the christians were strengthened in their adherence to the faith by his coming a little later anskar himself who had now been made an archbishop set out for sweden the time of his landing was unfortunate the heathen party had been roused by the native priests and a crusade was proclaimed against the strange doctrines suborning a man who pretended to have received a message from the native deities the priest announced it to be the will of heaven that if the people wished for new gods they should admit into their company the late king eric and allow divine honours to be paid to him this wrought up the feelings of the populace to such a pitch that the retinue of the archbishop pronounced it absolute madness to persevere in his undertaking but anskar was not thus to be thwarted he invited olaf to a feast set before him the present sent by the king of jutland and announced the object of his visit olaf on his part was not indisposed to make the concessions he desired but as former missionaries had been expelled from the country he suggested that it would be well to submit the affair once for all to the solemn decision of the sacred lots and consult in an open council the feelings of the people anskar agreed and a day was fixed for deciding the question first the council of the chiefs was formally asked and their opinion requested they craved the casting of the sacred lots the lots were accordingly cast and the result was declared to be favourable to the admission of the archbishop and his retinue then the general assembly of the people of burka was convened and at the command of the king a herald proclaimed aloud the purport of the archbishop's visit this was the signal for a great tumult in the midst of which an aged chief arose and thus addressed the assembly hear me o king and people the god whom we are invited to worship is not unknown to us nor the aid he can render to those that put their trust in him many of us have already proved this by experience and have felt his assistance in many perils and especially in the sea why then reject what we know to be useful and necessary for us not long ago some of us went to dorstadt and believing that this new religion could profit us much willingly professed ourselves its disciples now the voyage thither is beset with dangers and pirates abound on every shore why then reject a religion thus brought to our very doors why not permit the servants of god whose protecting aid we have already experienced to abide amongst us listen to my counsel then o king and people and reject not what is plainly for our advantage we see our own deities failing us and unable to aid us in time of danger surely it is a good thing to obtain the favour of a god who always can and will aid those that call upon him his words found favour with the people and it was unanimously resolved that the archbishop should be permitted to take up his abode in the country and should not be hindered in disseminating the christian faith End of section thirty one this recording is in the public domain